from API. This is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day. Welcome to Energy Tomorrow Radio. I'm your host, Jane Van Ryan. The holidays are upon us, as they say. Americans do many things to get into the holiday spirit. We bake holiday treats, we decorate our houses, we shop for gifts, we travel to visit family and friends. But we don't often stop to think about how we actually get to do all of these festive things. Simply put, it takes energy, human energy, of course, but fuel as well. Wendell Cox, principal of Demographia, is a demographics expert, and he's on the phone with us today to address that thought. Welcome, Wendell. A pleasure to be here. Glad to have you today. Thanks for joining us. Wendell, what is the connection, would you say, between energy and the holiday season? Well, it's a very significant uh, connection. Uh, essentially, energy makes the holidays just plain a lot happier. Um, even even in a situation like we're faced with today with, uh, you know, an economic downturn and maybe things aren't as good as they uh, have been in, in years past, uh, the fact is we're going to use a lot more energy during the holiday season uh, than we do the rest of the year. Um, you think about all the Christmas lights that are all over the place and uh, the holiday lights. Um, think about all the cooking and the wonderful meals that we eat. All of that takes energy. Um, one of the most uh, uh, one of the most popular kinds of gifts um, are consumer electronics, and of course uh, they take energy. And then, of course, um, you come down to the fact that. Uh, that, that during the holiday period, essentially from Thanksgiving through the first of the year, is by far the heaviest travel period uh, in the country. So uh, there's just simply no question of a very strong connection between uh, the holiday season and, uh, and energy. Wendell, you mentioned the holiday lights that people see on homes and businesses. Do we know how much energy those displays actually use? Well, think for a moment about what is probably the world's most famous uh, holiday display, the Rockefeller Center tree. Uh, that tree has about five miles worth of lights on it. Uh, each day, it consumes as much energy, according to Mayor Bloomberg's office, as a 1,000-square-foot uh, house does over a period of a month. Um, or you think about just uh, in your own home, uh, you know, if you string 10 strings of, uh, of lights and, and have them on for 13 hours, it's going to add about $50 to your uh, electricity bill, which is a considerable amount of money. Uh, yet at the same time, we can all save, and many people are saving this year, by the use of the new LED lights, which are about 90% more fuel efficient, uh, or I should say energy efficient, uh, than the previous lights. And, and this sort of highlights the role of energy conservation, which is, uh, crucially important. We all ought to be trying to save as much energy as we can, but at the same time, uh, it is very important to recognize the limits of energy conservation. You know, there is sort of this romantic view uh, that if we just turn the lights off, uh, we'll have enough energy, and, th and that's not the case for a, a number of reasons that we will uh, discuss perhaps uh, later. Uh, in the future, we're just going to need an awful lot more energy we need to conserve, but we're going to have to uh, develop additional uh, energy resources in order to continue our, our very high quality of life. 
Wendell, you mentioned LED lights. What other holiday energy trends or what holiday energy trends overall uh, you think are saying about the larger energy picture in America? Well, they really do reflect what's going on in, in the larger part of society. Uh, energy uh, fuels our lives. It fuels our daily necessities. Uh, the demand, as I indicated before, it continues to increase and it, it will be uh, increasing even more in the future. I mean, think about the fact that there really are two factors that drive energy demand. The first is population. We in the United States will add a population uh, equivalent to that of France in the next 20 or so years. At the same time, for example, that the Chinese will add the population of the United States to their urban areas. Or you can go to other places that haven't made nearly the progress that has been made uh, here or in China or many other nations, you go to Africa and you find that population growth rates are even more. Well, uh, all of those people uh, would like, who don't live in America, would, would like to live like we live in America. And I say, why not? And so uh, there will continue to be uh, need for more energy. Now, with the current economy, though, at least short-term demand is down a little bit. Do you think that there will be some impact from our current economic problems on the trends that you're discussing for the future? Well, only in the short term. We, we really don't know how long or how deep this economic downturn will be. But one thing is sure, uh, population is continuing to increase at the same time that economic growth uh, is likely to recover in the long run. I mean, in the long run, uh, the, the demand curves are going to look, I think, very much like they are projected at this point. And what implications do you think those demand curves and energy consumption will have on our nation's energy plans going forward? Well, uh, the, again, you, you have to think about the fact that, uh, that, that energy and the use of energy is a good thing. It makes our lives better. It improves the standard of living, and as a result, it also uh, reduces poverty. And that's good. Um, and, and that's what we would all like to accomplish here and elsewhere throughout the world. So... Uh, there's simply no doubt that, uh, you know, the energy demand is going to continue to rise. We see a 19% uh, a rise anticipated between now and 2030 in the United States, uh, a 45% indicated uh, for the rest of the world. Um, and then we think about the fact that there's plenty of concern in this country about making sure that we have our own sources of uh, energy, that we improve our energy security, um, all of which comes down to we really need more energy and we really cannot uh, ignore any particular source of energy. Wendell, what advice would you give to the new Congress that will be sworn in in early January and the incoming administration? Uh, well, I would advise the Congress and the President-elect uh, to, to look closely at what are the needs of the country in terms of energy and listen to the voice of the people. Um, and, and it's hard to, uh, to, to remember a, an issue on which the people spoke up more loudly, as it were, uh, than the energy issue last year with the rising amount of support that occurred uh, for offshore oil drilling in places where it uh, had been forbidden. Uh, according to a Rasmussen poll, uh, something like 68% of people favor uh, opening up offshore drilling in areas where it is prohibited. Um, even among uh, the people who voted for President-elect Obama, uh, a majority of them 
uh, want to have offshore drilling uh, expanded as well. And so the real question comes down to keeping the promises that have been made uh, by the Congress and by others in Washington uh, to allow offshore oil drilling to be expanded and, uh, and, and to uh, eliminate uh, the barriers uh, and, and, and to recognize that, you know, this is really crucial. I mean, it is very important to have an expansion of solar power, wind power, nuclear power, and to continue to develop our coal resources. Uh, but it is absolutely important to have an expansion of our oil and, and natural gas resources as well uh, because we need all of these sources of energy in order to fuel our lives uh, and continue our very fine standard of living. Still, conservation is certainly important, and I've got to admit to you, Wendell, I'm going to start making cookies this week. It's got to be done. It's the holiday season. But is there something that I can do and that perhaps others can do to practice energy efficiency and conservation during the holidays? Well, of course there is. I mean, first of all, we don't need to keep the lights on all of the, of the time. I mean, uh, Clark Griswold's house may look very impressive in the movie, but he probably went a bit overboard there. So <laughs> you, you, you want to uh, have the lights on maybe not as long as you would have had them on before, uh, another important thing that, that goes well beyond the holidays to the rest of the years are, are these consumer uh, electronics that many of us are giving and getting as gifts, you know, the uh, cell phones, the Blackberries, the iPods, all those kinds of things. According to the United States Department of Energy, something like 75% of the energy they consume is consumed while they're off. And the reason that, of course, is, uh, occurs is because they do need to be charged while they're off, uh, but people tend oftentimes to leave them plugged in uh, much of the time and much more uh, than they need. So it really is a matter, I think, of being mindful of the energy we use, uh, turning off the lights that we don't leave, maybe more uh, uh, religiously, shall we say, than, than we might have in the past. And, uh, you know, you'll find this kind of thing and a lot of, an el of, of elaboration on the uh, kinds of things that we have talked about uh, at our website, which is uh, energytomorrow.org uh, slash demand in perspective. Very good. Excellent advice. Wendell, thank you so much for joining us today on Energy Tomorrow Radio, and happy holidays. And happy holidays to you. Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org.